You're listening to Signal to Noise, part of the ProSound Web Podcast Network, proudly brought to you this week by the following sponsors. Allen and Heath, introducing their new CQ series, a trio of compact digital mixers for musicians, bands, audio engineers, home producers, small venues, and installers that puts ease of use and speed of setup at the heart of the user experience. Rational Acoustics, makers of SMART, the industry-leading acoustical test and measurement software. Rational Acoustics, rational people, smart products. RCF, who has just unveiled their new TT Plus audio brand, including the high-performance GTX series line arrays and the GTS 29 subwoofer. Be sure to check it out at rcf-usa.com. That's rcf-usa.com. I wish I could break Hey, welcome to another episode of Signal to Noise on the Pro Sound Web Podcast Network. I'm your host, Andy Levis, and with me is my co-host, Sean Walker. How are you doing, Sean? I'm awesome. How are you guys? You know, just, just hanging, doing the thing, taking the dogs to the vet today, picking the wife up from the train because a building collapse. Dogs, sir? Like line. you took them both at the same time? Both at the same time. It was an adventure. Oh, Didn't you have one that was like super good at the vet? How did that pan out? Yeah, I I had one who was super good. Oh, and, shit. Um, Sorry. Yeah, dude. the new dog's supposed to be teaching the old dog lessons, like to chill out about stuff. But he was very quickly. Wait, Maya, you're scared of this place. You're. I. Oh shit. Should I be? I'm gonna. I'm gonna be scared. I guess I'm gonna. I'm gonna hide in the corner too. So you can teach an old dog new tricks? No, it's unfortunately the new dog was learning the old tricks. <laughs> yeah, like he's the super food motivator. He's the one I was talking about the other week that like jumped full up on the kitchen counter to get food. It was pulling teeth to get him to take a treat at the vet to the point that even the dog who for, who is nine years old and hates the vet was like, oh, I'll take a treat. Yeah, whatever. Oh, my gosh, dude, that's a day. And then you said you had to go get the wife at the train station because you had a building collapse? Like, bro, you had a whole-ass day. Not even, like, one of those partial days. That was a (laughs) whole-ass day, bro. Yeah, I need need to look up later because there was a building, like, a landslide building collapse on a cliff, like, a month or two ago that shut down part of the line for days. And I'm unclear whether this is further fallout for that or if it happened again. Bruh. Either either way, a couple of curveballs. Bruh. That's a whole-ass day, bro. Get yourself yep. like you know three fingers or something in a glass and sort that out while you're while we're working this out here, bro. Lefroy tend to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This episode brought to you by our unofficial sponsor, booze. <laughs> um, At least for one of you, us. Yeah. What have you been up to? Moving shop still, dude. Holy yeah. crap! How's that was, going? <laughs> it's it's going great, and we're stoked to have a new space that's you know bigger and better, but. The amount of stuff that we stuffed into corners that was like a catch-all where you're like, oh, man, I did have 900,000 Cap 5 jumpers. I did not realize I should stop ordering these on Amazon every time we have a big show. <laughs> say, how many things have you subrented that you've now found that you own four of? Oh, bro. Uh, I'm so thankful, right? Because now it doesn't have to be, you know, triple stacked and just, you know, a zoo. But like, holy yeah. crap. Trying to, and, and, you know, it's all things that, don't make sense well like cap five is hard to make sense of when it's three foot jumpers it's just a pile of shit you know you're not like it's not like 25 foot xlrs you can put on a pipe wall or in a trunk or something that i'll neatly stack or hang or whatever this is like i guess that's the bin good luck you know what i mean yep <laughs> and how's the fenced in yard going have you gotten like you know the, the 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 sean walker uh, squid games going with the staff yet uh bro the cool part is 
the new landlord already has the motion sensor alarm system for the outside of the building, <laughs> which is dope. So we're just trying to talk him into the turrets on top, you know what I mean? So that as the <laughs> alarm goes off, it's just like, get, 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 paint balls to everybody, you know what I mean? Just right everybody on. just gets covered in like pink paint. So you see cars driving away, like, what the what? <laughs> so you don't really need uniforms. It's going to be like, yeah, the people in black with the paint splotches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, dude. Totally. Because, you know, you don't really want to hurt anybody, but man, those paintballs sting like a mug. Like, it's, you're not going to just hang out in paintball fire, you know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well, we're we're stoked, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're finding the bottom of the inventory and all the all those surprises. Oh, dude. Ho- hopefully, mostly good surprises. Not like, oh shit, we packed snacks for that gig two years ago. And there was only them. one of those ice chests. There was only right. one. Like, <laughs> thankfully, in the pile of ice chests, there was only one that was like, just maybe it just goes to the dump. Maybe we just try to simple clothes and throw a hazmat sticker <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's too far gone for a simple green wash and it's just done. Oof. Oof. But we we got it anyway. We we figured it out. So uh, speaking of simple green washes, uh oh. <laughs> no, no, I got to work on a better segue. But um, no, I, I we, we should introduce this week's guest to to clean up our act right now. Uh, is uh we've got uh I'll, I'll be bold enough and ballsy enough to call him a friend, uh, my friend Adam Brunetti. Yet again, which this is going to be a drinking game soon. I originally knew Adam through uh, the TSDCA drink um so uh theater person also involved in in politics and concerts like in in your limited years on earth thus far you've had a pretty varied and cool career like you want to give us the highlights yeah i mean it's a little crazy and uh people like to i had someone come up to me one day and said adam i feel like your entire career is you walked into the wrong room but it was full of people who wanted to hire you and then you just said all right uh so (laughs) Uh, I, I, that, I feel attacked by that. <laughs> it's very relatable. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you know I'm at the right time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, but it's like, so I wa- I've been the international production manager for Monster Jam through Failed Entertainment. Uh, so when I was with them, uh, I was able to produce the show in, on six continents, uh, 14 countries, and in eight languages. I still only speak English, but, you know, made it work. Just gesture and crunch a lot. Nice. And just for the for the folks who don't know that that's monster trucks. Cool. Yep, great. My six year old son thinks you're the coolest dude in the planet. There we go. You really, know what? Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. I yeah, yeah. will take that, and I'm gonna just. You're like eleven that. feet tall in his mind right now, dude. Great, because I'm yeah. just under six. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I but I was lucky enough to do that for four and a half years. Got to do a lot of cool places, uh, shows, and a lot of great stadiums. I helped produce an episode of the Ellen Show. Uh, when she had her producer, Andy, he did an average Andy segment um, at Angel Stadium with us. So they kind of just said, by the way, Ellen's show is here in two days. Um, have fun. <laughs> and then I end up having to figure out the majority of it. All right. Or Terry Bradshaw and his family for the Bradshaw Bunch TV, uh, TV show. Uh, his yeah. two daughters did. Uh, we taught them how to how to drive the monster trucks and they did a, a race during intermission. So I got to meet some pretty cool people. I met Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, which was great. I texted my dad. I'm like, by the way, I'm walking around Angel Stadium right now with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He goes, oh, my God, tell him he's great. Oh, my God, tell him how much I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we're working here. Exactly. (laughs) But it it got a lot of cool opportunities. It gave me a lot of cool chances to go see the world and go travel. And to be able to do that before I was – 
27. It was pretty great. You know, yeah. you see, you said uh, like a bunch of different countries. Like, uh, what were the yeah. highlights? Oh, so absolutely. I think I'm torn between two as my as my top countries that I loved. I did three weeks in South Africa. We did the shows in Durban, Cape Town, and Johannesburg, and that was incredible. I got to pet a lion cub. Uh, it bit my finger and it started. <laughs> it, drew, it drew blood, and I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with this because now, <laughs> and I hope it scars. So now you've got scar with you everywhere you go. Ha ha, that was pretty good. Yep. I got Th- kids, bro. There. I got it's dad humor. I got kids. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I don't have kids. I don't have an excuse. <laughs> I I just this is the only way I know how to speak is with really shitty jokes. That's clearly that goes well. That goes well for us. So you'll fit right in. There we go. I mean, if my but, jokes were any good, I'd be on stage making actual money, right? Like you know. <laughs> yeah, and then said <laughs> we wait, got an excuse. We, Instead, yeah. we say way the fuck off the stage, and uh, totally. <laughs> but so, it, it, it's cool. And, yeah, and, and based on your accent, I know folks can tell you're clearly from like middle of Wisconsin, right? Oh, absolutely. I am from the not an island state of Rhode Island, uh, and no, there is no Quahog. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that is a lie that some people actually believe is is a city next to next to us. Uh, I do, however, work with. The uh, executive producer of Family Guy work uh, alongside his brother. Uh, I'm 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 the lighting director for his for his band. Oh, cool! Uh, and what's what's the band? Uh, it's uh, Steve Smith and the Nakeds. Uh, they are we are celebrating our fiftieth year this year, and they are a mainstay of the music festival that I produce here in the in the city. And from getting to work on that with on that with them, uh, I end up becoming their lighting director. I just did my first sub mixing gig with them. Uh, a couple weeks ago, and you know they're they're sponsored by Narragansett Beer, which makes me happy because I will walk out of a show with a couple couple uh, six packs of Tall Boys, and I'm very happy out of at that point. And it they they've worked with Clarence Clemens, they've worked with members of the E Street Band, uh, they've had a lot a lot of guest stars come come in and out of the band throughout throughout these years. Uh, and it, uh, Steve Smith, his brother, just happens to be Danny Smith, the Family Guy. So that was cool. That was cool to meet him and to, and to work with him. I also work with this online theater company called Star Kid Productions. Uh, they are people on who listen. Uh, they might know them from a very part of musical that went viral on YouTube. Uh, Darren Chris, who was played Blaine in Glee, uh, he was he was in American Crime Story Versace as Versace's killer. Darren played Harry Potter, and it is right. a three-hour-long musical about Harry Potter. That's and then they made musical. a sequel, and they made a sequel. <laughs> and we then that took off, and started, we created our own theater company. It was formed at the University of Michigan. And I, I joined in 2015 when we brought one of our shows, The Trail to Oregon, off-Broadway at the Cherry Lane Theater. Uh, and it, yes, it is exactly what you think. It is based on the Oregon Trail video game. As the audience walked, walks in, they voted who died of dysentery that night. All right. <laughs> and in the opening number, they named all the characters. Beat me to it. <laughs> so it was a fa- it was so much fun. It was so much fun to do. That was my first time working with Starkid. I've been a fan of them since 2009 when I found a very part of musical on YouTube, which they had only put up on YouTube because they were too lazy to burn DVDs for everyone to watch the show. <laughs> uh, then they took That's it down awesome. for a bit when Warner Brothers found it. That's awesome. <laughs> and they re-uploaded it um, with slight edits. 
Uh, but you have like Voldemort does a tap dance at the uh, at the end of Act One as he comes back from the grave, and he falls in love with Quirrell, and all of that. And from that, we formed Starkid Productions. And this past March, we just put on our thirteenth original musical called Nerdy Prudes Must Die over in L.A. Had a three week run uh, uh, in over there, and it just released on YouTube. Um, middle of October, and it's already up to about 1.6 million views. And every musical we do, we film, and then we put it up on YouTube for free. Um, so we have a Star Wars musical, a Harry, uh, Batman musical called Holy Musical Batman. Uh, uh, one, It's like Little Mermaid meets Starship Troopers. It's called Starship. It's a three-hour space opera. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing that sounds like it should be terrible, but I'm won't be, <laughs> because it's so terrible that it becomes like Right, I, I or a cult to check classic, this out. bro. Right, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So I saw, I designed uh, a production of Firebringer, which was an original musical about cavemen and discovering fire. And a little portion of that kind of went viral throughout the pandemic and on TikTok. I don't know if you were the. I don't want to do the work today. I don't really want to do the work. To, that's that's my show. Uh, and my royalties like double each quarter every time that uh that little thing goes viral again. <laughs> Bro, that's how I feel every morning when the alarm goes off. I was going to say, I think I just found a new alarm song. Yeah, dude, totally. We're going to have to to talk. We might have to link to to a little clip of that for an alarm in the show notes. Listen, absolutely. It's it's so much fun. It's a really great... uh, Right. And, like, Book of Mormon actually covered it. And, like, their TikTok had a video of all of the cast doing the dance. That's awesome. So it just, it took off. And as with anything that Starkid does, we have a really devoted fan base... Uh, we just did our third national tour last year. Uh, so we were at the House of Blues of Boston, which was a fun time for me. I wasn't originally supposed to be working the tour, um, but I had a I had a free day when they were when they were over at House of Blues. So I sent a text like, I, I can come down for the day if you guys want some help. So they asked, you know, well, do you mind helping out with merch? I'm absolutely, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it'll be great to see you all. Get to hang out for a bit. I haven't I haven't seen a lot of them since 2019. So it's it's always great when I get to see them. So as I'm driving, I get a text message from the tour producer and the merch manager. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, Biden and Prince William were across the street that day at the MGM Hall uh, for some green initiative kickoff, which means UPS couldn't get onto the street to deliver the merch to the House of Blues. <laughs> so... My entire job that day then was waiting on the phone with UPS because they were going to halt, halt the delivery, have it put to this, the UPS um, uh, station, UPS store, and then I was going to go and pick it up. Yeah. Here's the issue. The show started at 7, doors at 6, UPS closed at 6, and by 5.30, we still hadn't heard from them that they had dropped off the packages. So I rush to this, and of course, 5.30 on a Friday in Boston. Can you imagine if we had the same customer service in our industry? <laughs> Look, you're right. Six, haven't heard from the production company at 5.30, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not saying I have the phone number of the guy to know at the local UPS depot. <laughs> but, but I know the but guy to know you. at the UPS depot. Yeah, yeah right. but text you. Yeah. yeah. So I had to, I rushed there and I get, because then I hit Starro Drive in Boston, which anyone who's driven on Starro Drive knows. I went to college in Boston. I feel you. Yes. 
Uh, I got, I got, I pulled up to UPS at 6.01. So they already locked the doors. I see them inside and I'm banging on the doors and I'm like, I wave my arms like crazy and they let me in. And they're on the phone with all these people. They finally, after 20 minutes, figure out which truck it's on. They give me the cell phone number of the truck driver. They call him and they go, where are you right now in your route? And he goes, oh, I'm on this street. And I, I GPS it. It's two minutes away. So I go, can I meet you? So I get the driver's number and I race through the streets of Boston chasing down a UPS truck. He unloads. His name was Orlando. That's all I knew. I had his name and a phone number. I still have his, that piece of paper with me <laughs> just in case this ever happens again. And so I'm driving. I see the truck and I go, Orlando? Adam? Pull right up on the side of the UPS truck. And he opens up the back. I open up my trunk and he just drops the boxes in, into my trunk. I rush back to the parking garage. House of Blues sends staff with a dolly to meet me. And we bring the merch Jeez. right for like set seven o'clock. That's gangster. Good work, dude. So Good work. I was like, oh, I need a drink. <laughs> but it, 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 it was House of Blues has those. Show. Yes. They, have, they have drinks. Yes, uh, I, I'm aware. It was great. He's <laughs> like, I'm well familiar at this point. Yes. He's like, I sorted that out right yeah. after merch got uh, dropped off. Yes. So, but yeah, so that's my, my and every every show I do with Starkid, there's always some random weird thing that happens. Like, I'm I'm driving to Boston. I call my mom. I'm like, I just need to tell someone that this is happening right now. <laughs> because, like, someone just needs to know in the moment that this is a thing. Because only me... It would only happen to me. That you're playing rally cars through the streets of Boston so that you can catch the UPS truck to crossload <laughs> the merch for tonight's show that already started so you yep. can rally car back, try not to dukes a hazard anybody on your way, and boom, shakalaka. Right. Yep. Nobody and then knows the difference. That, and then hope that I didn't get tackled by Secret Service while I'm like trucking Boston. Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. <laughs> Don't get tackled by Secret Service while you're dukes a hazarding into the Black House of Blues. <laughs> you know, and I, I, t- I told someone after, and they're like, only you. Because this is just my life. This is. Oh I my love god, it. that's awesome, dude! I love it. That's why I'm in this industry, you know. And it's like even the this music series. I, I got I accidentally found my way into that, uh, you know. And so, I am the production manager of the Levinamp One Socket Music Series, which is one of 34 Levinamp sites across America. And we just finished our fifth year, so. Technically, our sixth, but fifth alive. We we had to go virtual in twenty twenty. Um, so even that, I was at a I was out at a bar one night with with some friends, and my friend Melissa pulls me over. She goes, "Adam, I want to I want to introduce you to Meg." So Meg's like, "Hi, Adam. You know, I work for uh, NeighborWorks Blackstone River Valley, which is a local uh, housing nonprofit here in the city, and Meg's their grant writer." And she says, you know, I found this grant for some music festival or something that I guess we could bring to the city. But like we need production part, like we need partners like to submit the application with. I So she goes, Melissa says you do sound. Uh, do you want to produce this festival? And I'm like, sure, why not? Next thing you know, uh, 50, 50 live shows later and seven virtual Productions later, 
on. We've had Grammy Award, we have Grammy Award-winning bands that come. We've had Luther Couture Jr. Johnson, Terrence Simeon, and the Zydeco Experience, uh, Flor de Toloache, which they just got nominated again for another Grammy. Uh, you know, and it, it's just it's so great because the entire point of Le- of Levitt uh, Amp stands for Amplify Music Place. It's for uh, it. It's for recreating and revitalizing underused green spaces in small to mid-sized cities. So it's up to like a 50,000 population cap. Those are the only places that can get it. And they won't open up a new site within 50 miles of an existing site. And the entire point of it is to bring under, sir, uh, under not well-known genres. Every single week has to be a different genre. It's required that fifty uh, percent of the performers have to be uh, uh, LGBTQ, uh, or sorry, had to be women or gender nonconforming, and the other fifty percent have to be uh, uh, people of color. So you can you can mix and match that if you need to, and you know because as we found out, that does make booking a little harder, <laughs> especially hmm. with with the budget that that we look at. So you know we'll have we've had Gina Chavez who is. Um, Non-binary, and uh, they had a beautiful, beautiful three-piece band that that they came with. All of them, they, uh, and their late, latest album was recorded, produced, performed entirely by uh, women and gender not, uh, non-conforming uh, artists, engineers, producers, because that's what that they notice a, a lack of of representation in that in the in the the in that industry. That's really cool. So and they were fantastic. They actually have a song called "She Persisted," and it samples Mitch McConnell's uh, she, "Nevertheless She Persisted." All right, we got to make sure we get that to link in the show notes. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. They, they were they were so amazing to work with. Very welcoming. Very grateful. Uh, I've got to work with them this past year. I got to work with this wonderful country artist. Her name is Angie K, and she is a latin country artist from el salvador and she moved here when she was a kid and all of her music is now bilingual she has a wonderful song called uh laredo which is one of my favorite songs now that i listen to every single day and she, cat country currently has her on the top 100 women to watch in country she's played at the cma awards uh she's played at at uh cma's like Country Fest at uh, at the Tennessee Titan Stadium, and she is just absolutely incredible. She she called me a couple days after and basically was like, "I want your contact information. I want to make sure I have everything of yours right now, so that if I'm ever in Rhode Island again, I want you to mix me." And that's those are the kind of moments that like you you know that you're doing something great as a sound engineer. Yeah, dude, that's killer. Uh, you know, and I I've, I I'm I'm very proud of my vocal chain. <laughs> I'm very proud of like my vocal effects chain. All right, spill Go it. I want to hear it. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that nerd shit going, dog. <laughs> you, know, you know, that's something. I and I You're feel just like, teasing me, dude. Come I, on. I I feel like mine is, is you know fairly similar to what most people use, but I always have always have re- have reverb. I always have uh, delay is where I really have a lot of fun with uh, chorus sometimes, or I'll use that my third effects slot because I mix that on, on an X32. So yeah, now you're speaking Eddie's yeah. language with the extra delay, dude. He's, like, he go. uses an illegal amount of delay. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? An illegal amount of delay, which well, is dope. I, I, I simply, I do what could be done with one delay with three. Okay. 
Okay. There's so no way to boil it for you, down. you overcomplicated son of a gun. <laughs> and I did. And you know what? I, I, I put a correction on Discord and Facebook, but as long as we're talking about it, I'm going to one quick clarification. I said last week that I use an eighth, a quarter, and a half as my speed taps, yeah. which would give you really weird syncopated rhythms. What I meant to say was a quarter, a half, and a dotted half. Okay. So basically, what the, what what I do when I've got the space, which I would not have on an X32, but I've no. been spoiled and living on a on a PM5 lately, <laughs> is one send to three reverb to three delays with the same tap, no feedback. So there's one that's giving me the quarter, one's giving me the half, and one's giving me the dotted half, so that I can design the pattern on the fly off the three return faders. Oh my god! Yeah, I I can't do that. <laughs> But, it's, but I, I have gotten some good feedback from the artists about it. I had one artist where luckily it was herself, two backup vocalists, and a guitar. So I had four inputs that I could ju- then really just have fun with. You go to town. And I, I had one moment in, in, that, in that show where the entire song was literally called Echo. <laughs> so the instructions like, well, are right on the package. It. Yeah, now you right. got it, dude. And I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> so, and I, there's a video of, because we live stream all the shows, so there is a video of it, and you could see in her face when she heard, she heard it happen for the first time, like, her, the, the biggest smile went on her face, <laughs> and, like, they, this, at the end of the song, they actually, like, stopped and said, yes, Adam, and, like, they, they like, pointed me <laughs> nice. out in the middle of the show nice. just because of that. Probably that, because I like to dance when I mix, I'm a very energetic mixer, and by the end of the show, if I, I if I'm not breathless, I did something wrong. Uh, but I have so, I have so much fun when I do it because it's 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 just it's such a great time, and the audience loves it. And we have people yeah. who go who go to the show that every year, you know, at the final show of the season, will uh, just to uh, watch and, you dance in front of house. You're selling tickets uh, to front the, of house show. You're like, you hey, know, yeah, there come are check people, this out. Who sit behind front of house now and they, and they love it, or they'll turn around every so often and, and watch what I'm doing. Nice. Um, you know, but it's it's really cool. Every, the end of every season, we'll have our MC uh, Marlon Carey, aka Infinite the Ghost, which is his stage name, and he always likes to he you know he'll always say somebody say Infinite, so I'll go and throw reverb on on, <laughs> on just Infinite just for him. Uh, so he'll ask if you've been to if this is your first le- if you've been to one Levitt, please stand up. And then it was, you've been to five, please stand up. If you've been to all 10 this year, stay standing. If you've been to every single one, so this year on the 50th, you've been to all 50 Levitts, please stand up. And we had at least like 20 people standing up by, at that point. Dude, you how have, cool. You have people who have formed community together. That, and that's the entire point. It's building community through the power of free live music. And you see, you see that in every Preach. single one of these shows. I have this wonderful photo of when we had this band, the Adam Ezra Group. Uh, beautiful, what remarkable group. They're very, very like almost like Noah Khan style. Like Adam plays barefoot on stage. It's uh, it's bass, bass, guitar, kit, and fiddle. Uh, and they do a, a version of Devil Went Down to Georgia called Devil Went Up to Boston. Uh, <laughs> and they sing the entire thing with a, the thickest Boston accent. Uh, and like it's 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 amazing. And so I gotta so, ask in Rhode Island, like, is there like a war and a battle between the accents of like the Rhode Island accent and the Boston? Like, is it a thing? Well, so it's funny. It, I I always people always think that my accent is like is like part Boston, part New York. So they called it Boo York. That's how they started call, referring it as with me. So we won't go like pack. Oh, the cop. I love that. 
Yeah, oh, right. I lo- oh, I'm into that, Boo York. <laughs> right? So Andy, we, you know, you're, getting, you're getting that too, dog. You don't even know. <laughs> you know Boo I York, had that dog. for a time because I, I grew up in you Jersey, boot- New York, and I went to college in Boston. And after four years in Boston, I would start dropping the Oz. Yep. Yeah, except and for then the, I went you're on bougie tour. too, so you're bougie, Boo York. <laughs> well, and then and then my first tour was was as an A2 to an A1 from Cincinnati and oh a production God. engineer from Texas. <laughs> so I was not only dropping the R's, but then by the end of by the end of production for that tour, I was like, geez, oh Pete, what do you some bitch do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah, never you did, know, however, develop Brian's taste for Skyline Chili. We did Cincinnati for a week. I don't understand it. <laughs> we'll get yeah, hate we, mail today. Signal to noise at <laughs> prosoundweb.com. I'm yeah, sure we, there will be like three defenders of Cincinnati-style chili coming out right. now. Can, can I be honest, Andy? We're not going to read that email. Let, I mean, let's be honest. Mm. They can send all the hate mail they want. I'm not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have fun with The that. bosses read it, though. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Fair we enough. we don't do the whole pot the car, but like, especially here because uh, Woodstock is a very French Canadian town. We then have really? like very very much. Uh, so it's we get like the the Quebecois kind of thing. So they throw me down the stairs, throw me down the stairs, my keys, or we're gonna park side by each. Uh, all these like very Woodstockish phrase that nowhere else says. But do you have poutine? We do have poutine. <sighs> And we have an annual poutine off uh, every year between like five different restaurants. In, when is in the it? And do you have a couch I can crash on? Uh, I can get you that information. And yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am a slut for poutine. It, you know, it's uh, the same restaurant uh, has won every year for the past five years. Nice. And it's my usual Monday night trivia spot. <laughs> Obviously, we need to go to trivia with this guy, bro. Right. Oh, oh yeah. I, I do. I do trivia Mondays, trivia on Wednesdays. Oh, dude, I see on Adam's Facebook. Adam does not fuck around with the trivia. No, no, I play at least once a week, if not more. Usually twice. I've I've had weeks where I've done done it every single day, and I I with different teams. So on Mondays, I am parental supervision required uh, with my cousins and uh, my cousin's father. Also, a discarded title in my memoir. There we go, uh, and then. On Wednesdays, I am with the I am with the Pop Squad, or depending on how we're feeling, we might be the Pop Squad. We might be the Smartinis. Um, we have another team that would play at the restaurant Wednesdays. That some that they're the, they're the Wolf Pack, and I join them on Thursdays sometimes, but not anymore because now I do karaoke on Thursdays. Um, but if we play, if we would play with them, we'd become the Wolf Super Pack. Uh, but we do the PAC spelling. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> because my Wednesday trivia group is my political group. <laughs> That's just We're gonna come Monday night. Yeah. I'm bringing the wife because she's good at trivia, and you need a heavy hitter because I'm no good at trivia. I'm good at buying drinks, but not good at trivia. Hey, so you know what? We're we're gonna yeah. come eat your poutine and and buy go. drinks. There we go, and they have some really Sean, great drinks. Oh, you said poutine. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but what we call a Muppet level joke. Yes. Yeah, right. Totally. The adults get it and are <laughs> oh my gosh, and the kids have no Those idea. Pixar what we're just jokes, saying. right? Yep, yep. Yeah. No, but dude, with kids, I didn't I didn't understand until we started watching the you know, all the Pixar movies because we got kids, and I was just like, <laughs> Oh my god, so many, so many parent jokes in there. Yeah. The kids right, are just and, like, and, and the Muppets before that. I mean the whole good grief, the comedian's a bear. 
which that might have to be the off-topic YouTube link in the show note of this episode for the the few people who don't know that classic Muppet bit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, and uh, actually, it, you, you, your Disney brings you right back to uh, to Levitt because one of our acts, two-time Grammy Award-winning uh, Terrence Simeon and the Zydeco Experience, wrote some of the music for uh, Princess and the Frog. Nice. And then Angie Kay just did the Happily Ever After song at the Magic Kingdom for their fireworks show with Jordan Fisher. Nice. Cool, So dude. it's, it's kind of cool. I, I've gotten to work with some really cool people. And it, I, it's, you, every, every time you see the power of music, you've seen and the whole thing that we just completely got t- sidetracked off of was when I was talking with Adam Ezra. And I just look, look up and there's a group of like six people that had never met each other, arms all around each other, singing... I think it was like Country Roads. Uh, and then I, I have a video. I'm w- walking around the park, and all 800 people in the park are together s- singing Country Roads. That's awesome. And it was the greatest thing. And Adam always ends the show. He walks, he unplugs, walks in the middle of the audience, and does Let It Be. Now, fun, dude. Yeah. So it's it's a really cool time. It's a really great experience. It, it's, it's, it's really fun to be able to say, I made that. Yeah. That's cool. And, and yeah, I mean, totally. one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because I know, like, when, when we say the word festival, like, we all think of, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Coachella or like all these big things. And it's like, there's this whole world of festivals that I know a, a lot of folks out there listening, like, work on or don't know exist to work on. And Speak for yourself, bro. I got a whole ass company that lives on SL100s <laughs> and SL75s, bro. <laughs> You know, like I realize you always company. call me out when I use the slang that like some people don't know, and you drop those all the time, and I know what they are, but can you fill in for the rest of us what is an SL75 and an SL100 for the folks oh, that yeah. don't I know? Got, I got a whole company that lives on small mobile stages, like 16 by 20s and 24 by 20 yep. small mobile stages. So when you're talking about small music festivals, that's our wheelhouse, dude. Like, yep. you know, 1,000, 2,000 kind of people most of the time is, like, they're stoked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Saying, like, oh, yeah. And that's, like, large compared to yours, right, Adam? Yeah, uh, our biggest crowd is usually around 800 people. And that'll be for, like, the he- the big names. So the Adam Ezra group, like uh, Steve Smith and the Nakeds, and groups like that, those are going to be the ones that we draw in a- the full, like, 800 people into the park. And this is a park that, up until we started the music series, was used maybe once a year. It used to have an ice skating rink in it. It hasn't had that for over 10 years it used to have that. It used to play host things, like it, and it was never used. And that's part of the point. The mission of Levitt is to activate those underutilized spaces. And because of that, we've seen such a significant growth in our downtown area, which for me, I'm biased of because uh, on top of doing all this, I'm the chairman of the local downtown <laughs> organization. So I'm I'm very heavily involved in Main so- Street. So ch- chicken or egg that came that came first or did that grow out of this or along uh, the downtown the downtown organization or your your involvement with it yeah uh, so that was before Levitt the okay. we re- we reformed the downtown Woonsocket collaborative in April of 2015 uh, and I I had no plan I had I was I wasn't on any committees at that point anything and you look at back at brighter times at that point because now I have free time. Uh, no longer. So I got a random email. Sounds like to a- try having kids, <laughs> right? And, and Adam's What's giving a face to Solly, like I don't have time to. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I can't have kids. I'm in meetings. Uh, but Dude, I got. I got- a- 
I got a superhero for a wife at home. I couldn't I couldn't do it without her, dude. Right. Like she's incredible, man. Holy cow. Yeah, I got a random email one day basically going, Hey, go go to this meeting. Oh, oh okay. So I'm sitting out in the audience and as they're reforming the the organization and some and they go, If anyone here would like to join, please stand up. And I'm just sitting there and the mayor just kind of looks at me and goes, <laughs> I mean, when the mayor gives you the head knob, get out of your fucking chair, bro. That's yeah, what, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I stood up, and uh, that was April 2015, and I've been chairman since January 2021. All right. Uh, so I'm going into uh, 2022. So I'm going into my third and final term as chair now. Uh, if I get reelected next month at our, our annual meeting. So, but from those that time period, we our main street had a fifty percent vacancy rate. We're down to seventeen percent. So that's work. A, that's, that's huge. We're that's the only wild, main yeah. street organization in Rhode Island, and the Rhode Island chapter of Main Street America is being organized right now under the model of us. So I'm on the steering committee now for for that, uh, along with people from all over the state, with people from from the state house, from the governor's office, from Main Street, from all these different nonprofits. So we're, we're going to create this, this overarching organiz, organizing uh, Main Street Rhode Island that then DWC would fall under and every city and town in Rhode Island, all 39, would then hopefully have a, a Main Street organization that then talks to Main Street Rhode Island, which would then be the liaison to Main Street America. Right on. Now, now to complete the image of the mayor, like kind of urging you into that, I like because yep. my my image of a coercive Rhode Island mayor is is uh, Buddy Canch. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. Is this yeah. what we're talking about? Or is this like, <laughs> um, is this an offer you can't refuse? It. I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to think of anyone from from one socket's going to listen to this uh, <laughs> because I don't want the snipe, the, the the red dot on my forehead. Um, don't, don't get yourself in trouble, dude. Don't we're, just yourself, go, yeah. we're just going to say uh, that Buddy Cianci reference is uh, more apt than you would uh, than than you than you think it is, uh, and we now have a new mayor. We'll we'll just go with that. Right. Um, <laughs> and Adam is going out tomorrow to buy a set of new knee guards. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but oh. no. So is so because of that, uh, DWC Downtown Woodstock Collaborative is is an. Uh, partner with the Levitt Amp series and we've seen businesses grow and choose downtown and socket because they saw the group the, the 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 impact and the draw that Levitt has and outdoor businesses when they have their restaurant they have their little patio and they'll have people get tables out on the patio just so they can sit and still listen to the music or nice. and all the local restaurants they donate the pizza for, to feed the volunteers uh Christopher's right. which is right across the street from the park uh, feeds the bands, so they'll they'll give if the band has a very specific rider for their meal, and they, they won't take a buyout. Uh, we we give them the Christopher's menu, and they, they just order from that. Nice, and that's part of, of Christopher's donation to us. That's awesome, and it's like because you see so many places where like concerts or festivals are like this very like I'm not wording right now. But a very ant- antagonistic uh, relationship right. with neighbors, and like it's awesome to hear about where it's like, like understanding and embracing what it can bring, and like working together. That's really cool. Absolutely, you know, and it's because we've seen even the because ev- we do a survey at each show of everyone, as many people who want to take part in it, and we'll you know we'll ask where are you from, how did you hear about us, did you visit a local business before, 
coming to Levitt or do you plan on going? And every single week we have at least like 70% of the survey takers have I have either went for dinner before at a local restaurant or going out for at post-show drinks. At, Data uh, science, bitches. Right. You know, and it, it's fantastic. And because we have that, uh, we draw in people. The first one we did, we had people from 20 different zip codes. And if you know Rhode Island... Anything over 20 minutes, we consider a road trip. Like, you pack a snack. <laughs> because <laughs> Wait, Rhode Island... Well, so, Wait, so, Sean, I'll I put it this way. You're a tiny fucking Wait, state. Stop, stop. No, put it this way. Sean, I'll, I'll, you can fit Seattle inside of Rhode Island. Or you can fit Rhode Island inside of Seattle, that one. Yeah. It, it takes us one hour to get from the top of the state to the bottom of the state. Oh, my God, that's Everything awesome. you need is 20 minutes away. Like my my commute to work is like thirty five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm coming. That's oh, I gotta see this, dude. I gotta experience <laughs> this. A state the size of the city I live in. That's killer. Yeah, it's fan. I love it, and it, because of that, you have that really small town feel, but you have it statewide. Fair and enough. Be, and what and because of that, the Rhode Island music scene itself is just. Oh, oh you worked with them too. Oh, you oh you you were in that band. I, I mixed that band. Like when were you there? And it was they they left the band right before I went into mix. Or and it's it's so funny between like the uh, the engineers and it's like wait you you work with them too? Or I'll show up to to to, to mix the show and I'm like what are you doing here? Like, They're like I'm ripping today, dog. What do you mean? What am I doing here? I'm your headliner. And you're right. Like, oh snap. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, I'm not I'm not going to spoil who it is yet, but I was I had a phone conversation with another guest we're working on lining up in the next couple of weeks, uh, who was saying a similar thing that he has he has a career as a musician and a career as a sound engineer, and it was very funny that like people as a musician would seem oh I didn't know there was a pedal steel player on this gig, and he'd be like oh no I'm your sound mixer, and then he'd show up to like play steel on a gig, and they'd be like. Wait, we got a sound engineer. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm playing in the band, and like <laughs> neither side knew about the other side. <laughs> He's all a swing both ways, dog. Don't even worry about yeah. it. Right. Yeah. It's great, uh, you know. And it, it turns out most of our Levin acts know each other, or it, it's it's. Are there really ever any cool. grudge matches? So not yet, not yet. Right. But you know, we've we've only done fifty. Yeah, we we have the grant for at least another <laughs> two years, but probably no, another. I want, some, I want some so. old school stories by the time this is done, dude. I want some old <laughs> or at least school. A West Side Fill story that tub up. Off. You know what I mean? Ring the fucking bell, you pansy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? At least that's a Jets I'm... and Sharks style dance off. Yeah, right. totally. Right. Now, that's more of other things in the city. Uh, but, but no, it's it's a really great time. And it's a, it's a, it's it's been fun to have to like design a system because we have to tear it down. Every, we have to put it up every single every single week. Tear it down right after. Yeah, let's go into that because that's what like kind of I know we, we've been we've been trading stories. But I know listeners love like the logistics and the nerd shit. So let's let's, right. let's talk some logistical nerd shit. Yeah. So the the entire rig is uh, two uh, QSC KW one fifty threes per side as my mains, uh, and they have little speaker stands that they sit on on the sides of the stage. Nothing is flown. And then underneath the stage for subs, I have four TurboSound M18Bs. And then we have six uh, uh, K10.2s as our, uh, for, for monitor package. Everything's run off of my X32 at front of house. So I mix monitors and, and uh, front of house from front of house 137 feet away. It's really fun for me. Uh, and 137 the, feet? Yes. 
specifically. That sounds weirdly specific, but okay. Well, be, I have I have to know because I have a delay speaker yep. <laughs> at at front of house, so I had yeah. I had to uh-huh. find that out. Uh, so I'm gonna and, I'm gonna call out a uh, past guest and friend of the podcast, Brian Maddox. Uh, recently, I forget whether it was on the Discord or on Facebook. Through what he was like, he's like, this might be a hot take. He's like, if I'm gonna have to mix monitors and front of house from the same console. I would rather mix front of house from side stage than monitors from front of house. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Too, I've made it to the point where it's not too bad. Yeah. Where I, what I'll do is on each monitor in spike tape, I'll put what monitor mix goes to it. Because I because I, I always start when I talk with the audience, I'm like, listen, I'm all the way over there. I'm in a gazebo. That's my yeah. front of house. I need, I need fucking semaphore. Right. So I was like, so I don't care if you're going to... And for the most part, my artists are usually pretty good. Where we'd set one monitor level at the start of the sh- at, during sound check, and they're pretty much good the entire night. Um, and if they need anything, then they'll just you know the bass player who I is on two. He he can just tell me, Adam, can I get more of this on two? Sends on fader done. So I've I've made it work. Man, and you're because- such a better engineer than me. I would need fucking hand signals like they're landing a god dang jet yeah. from 137 feet away. To I'm, make yeah, I'm just changes. picturing that scene from A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah, dude. It, it, seriously, just, <laughs> just like flags Gina Davis everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean? With the hand signals. Yeah. Well, that, and that's why I tell them, you know, I don't don't hesitate to just use your vocal mic or t- tell whoever has a vocal mic, hey, can we get more of this in two? And it's it's just so much easier. And it's they understand, you know. they A lot of these bands that do, like, the Levitt circuit, they do these small kind of festivals. So they know that they're not always going to have a monitor engineer. They know, you know, so I, I have at the stage box on stage, uh, well, just off stage. I have two, I have two stage hands that work with me. So if something happens, they can run to the stage and, and, and help communicate. Uh, and, and because it's digital, I have, I have my iPad. So if I need to run and, and mix while also running to fix a problem or do a monitor adjustment, I can do that just from the iPad. I think I'm with Brian. I've been thinking about that since you said that, Eddie. I think I'm with Brian. I think I would rather mix front of house yeah. from an iPad, like console side stage, and have to go no, out with an iPad. Because yeah. and, me and, and a pair of headphones was, can s- sort yeah. out a freaking mix on the first layer, and yeah. then you got a whole-ass monitor desk there, basically, without a big snake to pull and a bunch of nonsense. Right. Yeah. He's and like, then yeah, I can exactly. run out with an that, iPad. That was Brian's point. It was, yeah, you can you can communicate with the band then, and you can grab an iPad and go tweak shit out front. He's like, is it ideal? Yeah. No, but no, no, of the two unideal moment. solutions. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know what? I've been doing it the wrong way all these years. I mean, that's just the story <laughs> of my life, dude. I've been doing it the wrong way. I think that's how I'm, when I'm in your situation, because I got a bunch of those too, man. I, I think I'm going that way. I think I'm mm-hmm. going to drop the whole front house snake and just use our W2 package from the side stage. Send an iPad with the kids and be like, "Good luck, fellas." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and it, it gets fun for me too because there's times where I also have to go on stage and speak. So I, I have, you know, when DWC is like the 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 nonprofit of the night, so we'll send our board to be the volunteer group. Um, well, next thing you know, I have to go on stage and speak as the head of DWC. So I'll I'll do I'll do a full on costume change where I mix in the Levitt shirt. Okay, well I got to go on stage. So I have my DWC shirt right on the side of me. So, okay, I hand the iPad or I say to one of my, my assistants, I'm like, you're mixing, throw the shirt on, run on stage, be horrible on a microphone, run back, change the shirt back to Levitt, and then mix it, mix the headliner. Uh, so it gets fun sometimes. But that, it's I love it. That's a whole ass day, bro. 
Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Every, we, every day of yours is like Andy's day to day. Just a whole ass day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I feel and, like I've I've seen some of like your Facebook posts like during amp season of like like because it feels like y'all try not to do rain dates. Is that what I'm catching? Correct. Correct. Because of the because of the the routing that always has to take place, where we'll book a band for Levitt because oh you're playing at Levitt Amp Utica on on Thursday, uh you can make it over to Levitt Amp on Socket on Friday, and that so and then you're gonna be going play at Levitt Amp. Um, whoever they have it in Vermont, like on on Saturday, gotcha. So it just it makes so we can't really do a rain date because most of these bands, especially like the Nakeds, uh, Steve Smith and the Nakeds, they they book their entire. He already he already booked his his week for next year yep. because he goes. I I already know that that's my only Friday in that ten week span that we haven't booked something yet. So rain dates are almost impossible for this. Yeah, so like you've pivoted on the fly a bunch of times, right? We have, we have. Because of course, for, the, for those who don't know New England, the thing about <laughs> New England weather is always if you don't like the weather, wait ten minutes, it'll change. Yes, exactly. You know, and we had, we've only actually had to officially move it indoors twice. Of the fifty Levitts that we've done, we've only moved indoors twice. The first one was two thousand twenty-one, our very first show back from our COVID pause. And Tropical Storm Elsa decided to, that she was going to swing through that day. Um, so luckily, it was the Nakeds who are with us. And they travel with their own stage. And we have an indoor event space uh, right by the River Island Park that NeighborWorks owns, the Mill Race Event Center. And it, it's, it has an incubator kitchen. It has a uh, full 125-person like, sitting capacity event space. And it's... All, all the money for there goes towards NeighborWorks' mission of advancing housing equity and all of that. So we were like, well, so we now we just book that event space every single Friday during Levitt, and that's our rain venue. So if it's if, it, if we see rain, we make the call by 11 because I start my load in at noon, and then we just move it indoors. So the Nakeds pull the truck up, and they take their entire stage out, and they build it up, and they built it inside, and we made it work. And then next thing you know, Elsa, Elsa never swung by that day. Of course, <laughs> that so, bitch. So, right, like she, she, she'd let it go. Uh, and so I, I was delays. waiting for the frozen joke. I knew yep. one of us was coming with it. Yep, yep. Adam delivered. Uh, well, well, when when we moved it indoors, we actually put the storm never bothered us anyway. We're still on. <laughs> uh, so oh. uh, so. We threw we threw a delay speaker out on the patio. People were sitting out on the patio. We had a wood fire pizza oven. We had food trucks, so it was still a full great event. And with the Nakeds, the the horns are all wireless, so they're all on in ears. They're wireless mics, and they like to go out into the audience. They'll do uh, "Make Me Smile" by Chicago, and during the big brass break, they will go out and they're they're on top of tables when they're in bars. Uh, they're on they're behind the bar playing the trombone, or they're standing on the bar playing the nice. trombone, or so they went out and now on the patio and they're have they're they're walking all over the place. So I mean, we make, to, we always make the most of it. And points to them because if you're a band covering a Chicago song, you gotta know your shit. Like, oh, that's, oh, they know their shit. It's that's awesome. You, you don't last fifty years if you don't know your yeah. shit. Yep. And they, you know they'll they'll do uh, beginnings. They'll hey do, hey and- hey! I'm right here, dude. God, <laughs> I said I was sorry. Okay. <laughs> But no, so it, it's great, you know. It's real, but it, like Andy said, if you don't like the the weather. Wait ten minutes, and 
we've had many times where I just have a poncho at my front of house uh, kit. I have an umbrella just ready. We have started what we call the OSIR box, the Oh Shit It's Raining box that lives (laughs) on the side of the stage, just full of trash bags and tarps. And the minute... It starts raining. We, you know, we 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 bag all the speakers. We trash. Ba- we put tarps all over the amps and everything. All right, I got a hot a hot tip for you. Yeah. Instead of trash bags on the speakers, use like queen size mattress covers. Really? Yep. They are way thinner. Well, so and we you can keep going. We don't. We won't keep going. It, normally, when that happens, we 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 we, we hold. Got it. Uh, because it's an out- yeah, because it's outdoors. It's like it's a whole like safety. And, uh, yeah, in Rhode Island, people yes. stop partying when it's raining. Well, he in didn't Rhode say they stop partying. He said they held the show. Yeah. So, so well, well I'll, here I'll, in like, Seattle, they start dealing out drinks. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> oh, 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 well, oh we, we will, we will deal deal out drinks. Like, yeah, we, like we have, oh, it's raining. Drinks are half off. Let's go. There we go. Yeah, a local yep. bar is on site and ha- and and has a full bar on site, and it. But it, it's we've had too many like it's it's a, the 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 roof of the stage is basically a heavy duty tarp. So like sure, I got it, you. It just I, I'm just making jokes, man. Oh, I, yeah. I'm just being silly. Oh yeah, but it's funny. You uh, there's always a, a picture every year of me just kind of standing there with an umbrella, looking sad. Uh, <laughs> Adam, just get your Eeyore face so the, on. Like, the, part I, the part I legit forgot to tell you before we recorded was that we need a photo for the show notes. <laughs> and I think that's now the photo we need. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll go I'll go through through my files. Uh, it's it's so much fun. It's and, your umbrella or nothing, dude. Yeah, and you, you just you just see me like, and I just sadly press the button for it to unfold. <laughs> I will, and I will promise if we if we do use that as the episode photo, I will in the Discord post. There is a photo of me with another mutual friend of ours, Jess Paz. Jess is not in the photo, but it was a gig I mixed for Jess. Like a, a decade before she won the Tony, literally standing doing the Shawshank pose in the rain, but with the fucking again <laughs> as we were doing outdoor theater in in the middle of Connecticut. But uh, I will if if you give us the the sad Adam uh, of the rain, I, photo, will I will see I will what match I can it find. In the <laughs> it's 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 a great time, and I, I I've gotten really good at pivoting in the rain because of this. Pivot, pivot. pivot. I yes, uh, we're it's it's we're used to to it at this point. And like I see rain, I'm like, there we go, okay, bag it. And we went down. We you know we started. It took us a while to figure out how to do it. We're done in two minutes. The minute we f- we hear a raindrop, we're like, okay, yep, we're done. <laughs> That's impressive. Fair Luckily, I mean, when you only yeah. have two speakers uh, per side as your main, fair enough. Doesn't dude. take yeah. You know, it doesn't take. It's not as fair. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's it's a lot of fun. We have a blast. The audiences love it. There's great, always great photos of me in a poncho. There's always great photo, <laughs> Dude, photos. That's of what me matters, though. Sad. As long as the audience is loving it, yeah. That, as that's long as, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how cool as long as is a good time. Yeah, no, the audiences they are. We have like diehard Levitt fans. Like they will make it no matter what. That's they awesome, don't care man. if it's raining. They and because I like I, I mix a loud show. We have people who show up because goes. I heard the music from my apartment. I didn't know where it was, so I just followed the music, and they <laughs> found Levitt. And then while they're there, all of a sudden, 
they were standing next to some random stranger they they didn't know end of the night they made plans to go to go back next week together and like now they they we had we've had relationships form i was going to say have there been some eleven marriages yet so we ha- haven't 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 had eleven marriage but we've had plenty of eleven love stories uh, right. and with the Levitt foundation uh, they like the hashtag music moves because it's either music moves community music moves um, friendship music just moves and it's you you want you put that hashtag with all your all of your eleven amp posts, and they'll they'll pick like three people each year to win like a free like a Bluetooth speaker or things like that. They'll they'll do a featured music moves post every single week of from across the country the eleven amp sites across the country. Uh, mine has been used a lot, especially that one of everyone with their arms around each other. And you, you, we show off the music moves. You want to make sure that, you know, if you're dancing, make sure you're getting a video, a video of yourself dancing and, and, and tag us in them. Put the hashtag music moves. Uh, our MC is fantastic at getting the audience pumped. He'll, he has more fun than I think they do sometimes in the audience. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But no, it's fun. It's, it's a lot, really cool thing that I've been honored to be a, a part of. And we have at least another two years of it. Levitt is turning into a, a, a spend down foundation. So they are now working to spend down the, the rest the rest of their assets. So I don't think there's going to be any. There's not going to be many more new Levitt sites that pop up. There'll be okay. a couple permanent Levitt venues, but Levitt Amp for the most part, because um, it was a one year grant at twenty five thousand dollars a year, and then you have to reapply every year. Now it's a three year grant, thirty thousand a year, and you'll and then we can apply for it two more times. So we have up. There is, a, there is a possibility that will be eight years left of Levitt Amp and Socket. And at that point, we'll own everything. So it'll be a lot easier for us to continue it and get yeah. uh, funding elsewhere. Because I, the way that, that it worked out, which I really liked, they, the first couple of years, I got paid in gear as well as cash. So because we only had about like 7000 budgeted for, just for production, uh you know, we were going to rent an X32. I didn't own any of this. We were going to rent an X32, rent the stage box, and it was going to be like 2800 for the 10 weeks to rent it. So I said, or you're paying me 3500 for it for the entire series. Buy me an X32, buy me an S32, give me 500 cash. Now I own the X32, I own that, uh, and we don't have to worry about it anymore. Next year, they bought me all the microphones. So my 281s, my, my 52, my, my 91, everything is now mine. There you and go. So now we're cutting down rental costs. Uh, year three, we bought me the M18Bs. Like, so now we own all the subwoofers. And then last year, we got a grant from the, from the state. So we bought the 153s. We bought the six, uh, 10.2s. So the only rental really is backline. So and I just, which I just is the smart out. way to go. Nobody wants right. to own backline. No, no. no so I, nobody but SIR. No one. Well, yeah. No one wants to set up backline. That's the thing too. Because then when we rent it, I have to somehow fit an entire drum kit, keys. I, I've ha- I put an eight by ten in my car, in the back of my truck. Like, thank God I have a Rogue. But I've I have packed that thing full with backline. Sometimes I'm like I don't want to take two trips because again Rhode Island. And it's like 35 minutes away. I don't want to both do, minutes do that across twice. the state. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, but it is. And listen, I, I, I have no problem bringing an eight by 10. I'm like, you know, if your bass player wants that, 
I get an actual like Ampeg on top of it, and it's just it makes me so happy. All I've of had- our Texas listeners are literally throwing things around their cars right now as they're driving to the street <laughs> listening to you complain about driving two trips in Rhode Island, bro. Correct. Yo, my, my front yeah. yard's 20 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> Some bitch. <laughs> It, it's cool. It's cool. I've gotten to do a lot of cool things, and I've gotten to work a lot of cool venues now across the state. So right on. Um, well, it's been cool having you. I want to like you know what? Let's wrap up. It's it's a game we haven't played on the show in a while, but um, we're we're, we're coming to Woundsocket to hang out or, or to do a show. Where, where where are we going for dinner? All right. So we are going to have. We're going to start off at Kay's Restaurant. They've been around uh, for, I believe, they're about to go on to 70-something years now. They have a beautiful steak sandwich. That's what they're known for. Guy Fieri has been there to to show off the steak sandwich. You go to Kay's, you get a steak sandwich. Are are we talking like thick cut, like slices? Are we talking like thin cut? Like describe the steak sandwich. Uh, 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 It is nice, thin cut slices, um, and you can get it. uh, Their menu is their napkin. So you open up the napkin and you have the different uh, what meat you could put on your sandwich. If you don't want a steak sandwich, you got plenty of options there. They have a full menu now, uh, and you can d- tell them what kind of cheese you want. What what, what if you want m- mushrooms? Any toppings? And it just comes with a thing of ruffle chips and uh, a uh, p- uh, pickle and a thing of pepper uh, pepperoncini. Or I just do a steak sandwich, no greens, so I don't get I don't get the, the peppers, and I have just my steak sandwich and chips. And it's a wonderful time. It's one of the places I always take someone to on their first time to One Socket. And then we will go to Ciro's Tavern uh, for drinks. That is my spot. I am there. I should have stock in that restaurant at this point. (laughs) Uh, And in true Rhode Island fashion, I'm friends with the owners. Norm! (laughs) That's how it is when you walk in. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I walk in and a Jack and Coke is placed in front of me. Nice. Nice. And that's, you know, and I, I am there Thursday nights now for karaoke. I will do a mean, smooth by Santana as my warm-up song, and I close the oh, wait, night Oh, that's off your warm-up with, song. That's my oh, warm-up shit. song. Uh, I close the night with Rosalita by The Boss. And during the minute-long instrumental break, that's when I that's what I'll use to promote the next week's Levitt Amp series. So I'll be like, all right, if now if you want to hear this song correctly, come down to the park tomorrow, and you'll hear, and you'll hear the Nakeds play it or something like that. Uh, but those are and like now you're speaking days. Sean's language, so some yeah, right? marketing right there. And if you're in for if you if you'd rather have uh, fish and chips, uh, we have Yield English Fish and Chips, which is right by the Levitt Amp site as well. And I mean, they've they've been around yeah. for over a hundred years. Uh, the same family has owned it since the beginning. It's been awesome. passed down. And it, so yeah, you have that for for Rhode Island in one socket. Uh, right down the line, we have Wright's Dairy Farm, which is a family owned. Uh, farm that I've been getting my milk at since I was born. They've been around for over 125 years and they have the greatest thing of coffee milk, which is something you don't know about. Coffee no, milk no, is... I, 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 I do because I'm, I'm married yeah, no, to a New I sure don't. Okay. I sure don't. So Sean, so Sean coffee milk is in, pictured like coffee, uh, chocolate milk with, with like chocolate syrup. This is coffee syrup. And you put that into your milk and it is the official state drink of Rhode Island. It's o- almost only available in Rhode Island, uh, except for maybe one or two towns right by the state line. It's coffee syrup, or it yeah. is coffee syrup in milk already as a drink. Uh, you, well, you you put the coffee syrup in the cof- in the milk, and now it's coffee. So milk. straight up, Adam, I have a bottle of Autocrat in the fridge downstairs. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it Autocrat is the actually. 
I was going to say, do you have one there? <laughs> He's got it with an arm's reach, dude. Yes. <laughs> yep. Autocorrect coffee is there. There we go. We got a giant ass bottle of that in the fridge from last time we for last time we went through New England. And then, of course, you would then we all could also then grab a nice cold Narragansett Lager, which is brewed here in in Rhode Island and is the 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 Steve Smith of the Nakers, the official band of Gansett. Um, I just and- love that. He's got both coffees and booze within reach of his desk because he doesn't fuck around. <laughs> no, you know I know what don't. I mean. Like, I, no, I, I, I like, also love like, that we asked where to eat, and Adam's got a full on damn prefix core <laughs> of Woonsocket. I'm loving this. Yeah, but no, it's uh, that's why I love Woonsocket so much. Why I always, when people come, I know exactly where I'm taking them. And yeah, we're, we're understanding why you're so involved in the city, and and that's awesome. It's, it's, I, it's, I wish it's every city had people as passionate about it as, as you, dude. That's well, say, and now I'm running for city council, uh, so that's gonna get even more crazy. I'll vote for you. Well, th- thank, thank you. I'm sure that the uh, election deniers in the city are gonna love to hear that. Uh, that <laughs> I have votes coming in from Seattle. I mean, I mean, that's every election works, for what just, I know about Rhode yeah. Island. All your friends say yes, and then you're elected. I'm gonna say, we get back to Buddy Sancy. <laughs> Oh, well, we could get back to Buddy, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to take a political turn yeah. on the podcast. No. Yep. No, 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 we're trying no. to get ourselves kneecapped. You're right. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, no, I already now got Well, on that note, let's wrap it up. Good to see you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. If you don't hear from us, send help. <laughs> yeah, yes. Totally. Cool. Well, Adam, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, it's, Absolutely. It's been Thank good you for having in. me. Um, yeah, like I'm um, Andy Levis. Sean Walker, thanks to RCF and Alan Heath for having us. And Rational Acoustics, rocking it out with Smart. Check out the other podcasts we got going on Pro Sound Web. We got Church Sound Podcast, yeah. and we've got Live Sound Boot Camp. Those guys are ripping over there. Yeah, we got Check Bri- that Brian out. and Brendan, or Ryan and Brendan on, on Live Sound Boot Camp. We got Samantha and, and James over on uh, Church Sound who are all rocking it out. Like, I actually I hadn't listened to Church Sound, uh, admittedly, until like recently and I've been digging in and they've got some awesome episodes. If y'all haven't listened, totally. even if you're not, even if you don't do church sound, you're not into, into the church thing at all. Check them out. Like there's a lot of like just killer, but like they did a whole episode on work life balance, uh, last month or the month before. That's really What's solid. That? Right. <laughs> that exactly. Sean, you should go listen to this episode. Um, yeah, they like totally. they had a, a solid episode on like troubleshooting and like eliminating human error, like someone like makes space. Like, check it out. Like, there's there's a wide world of pro sound web podcasts beyond just our dumbasses, and uh, I strongly encourage <laughs> checking it out. Hey, 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 hey! I resemble that remark, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> God, I'm I'm still here. I haven't logged off yet. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that being the case, that's the note we're going to leave you on, and we'll catch you next week on another episode of Signal of Noise. Peace, everybody.